Hey, my name's Scotty McDonald, and this is my story that I wrote when I was 11. I think it was for school, a grade six assignment maybe. I don't remember writing it at all, but I found it recently. And for moral support as I read it, and also as a bit of a humble brag because I'm kind of hoping it's good, I'm uploading it here onto my podcast, Scotty Writes, which is also where I put up little short stories that I write for my Instagram account, Scotty Writes. You can also watch videos of me telling this story on Facebook, just search Scotty McDonald, or that Instagram account. Here's the next chapter. Chapter 2. Big Fright. I immediately turned around. All the windows in the house were broked. I don't know if I thought the word broked was the correct usage there. Were broked, and inside was blood was black, like, okay, okay, it's been whited out, was black, thought it said Blake, Ben came around, bomb, he said, doubted, she survived, okay, I doubt she survived, he continued, then he picked up his walkie-talkie, 2471 to fire 840, we need a vehicle, 840 received, in about two minutes, Madeline was pronounced dead by a fire officer, we soon found out the bomb was on the, on the fridge under a note. I predicted the note read, catch you soon. Oh, hold on. We need to take a step back right now. The last chapter, I forgot, finished with bang. So now this Madeline person, who I'm not sure we've even introduced properly, has died in an explosion that happened at the house when we were there to investigate the woman that had been kidnapped. Okay. We soon found out the bomb was on the, f- on the fridge under a note. I predict the note read, catch you soon. <laughs> As the local journalist, uh, I have a little bit of understanding re the criminal mind. I predict the note read, catch you soon. Anyway, she's seen the note and got it to give to us, but the note moving detonated the bomb. Oh, because it's an active crime scene and this person that's tagged along for a drive with me is just wandering around. And also, we're walking through the house after it's exploded before the fireys are there. Anyway, Ben started walking towards me. Gotta be more careful, he said. Yes, I agreed. Oh, gosh. My friend has died. Um, Anyway, within an hour, the story was ready for air and we had made a special start for the news. And thanks to all the other guys, they told me they would fix up the lost bits and I should go home. The story went very well. So I had an early knockoff. Okay. Fair enough. Good morning, it's Andy Mack for HH105 FM. Unfortunately, last night there was yet another kidnapping. What a way to start the day with the news on my alarm clock. Yeah, I'm on my way, I said. Good, said Dan in surprise. Good. So I soon arrived at work. Okay, Ben is waiting for you at Holsworth Lane. Okay, so there's a police officer that I appear to be somewhat partnered with, like a journal and a police officer solving crime together. Okie dokie. Um, I'm on my way. Jamaica Lane. Oh, hi again. Holsley Lane. I'm looking for Ben's car. Henley Lane. There it is. Holsworth Lane. Scott, we have to remember to look out for any suggestion of a bomb, Ben reminded me. Okay. 
382-2471, the owner of the white van registration 721-WHY belongs to a Mr. Rowan Widerist of 72 Backshare Street, Halgen Hill. 2471 received. Ben put his radio down and said, we will tape this up and go and give Mr. Widerist a call. We walked over to the patrol car. Ben unlocked the boot and produced a roll of police tape. Hey, hey, that's a really good sentence for an 11-year-old. We walked over to the patrol car, Ben unlocked the boot and, produ- and produced a roll of police tape, and we set to work putting it up. That's a really good sentence for an 11-year-old. I'm just saying. About 10 minutes later, we were standing at the door of 72 Backhurst Street when, click, the door opened cautiously, and a man appeared through the small opening in the door. The second he saw us, he closed the door in our faces, and within about one minute, we heard a car start and a white van emerge from the garage. It sped off down the street. Oh, and the Redo? 721-WHY. Ben, are you thinking what I'm thinking? (laughs) Because I'm also shooting an episode of Bananas in Pyjamas. Local journalist also works in kids' TV. What? We could talk to the (laughs) neighbours. Ben, are you thinking what I'm thinking? We could do some basic investigation. See if they've noticed anything strange recently. It's worth a try, Ben said, hopefully. I keep feeling as if Ben is keeping something from me. Also, this is key. Ben and I would become friends. A boy named Ben and I would become friends in high school. Like years later. I'm talking like five years later. Knock, knock. The door opened. Hello, I'm Constable Ben Radish, and this is local journalist Scott McDonald. (laughs) The whole journalist and the cop investigating together is awesome. Oh, I'm glad you came, she paused. Is this about Rowan next door? The old woman continued. Yes, it is, Ben replied. Oh, please do come in. Thank you, responded Ben. The lady who looked to be in her 80s led us into her lounge room where she began. Recently, Rowan hasn't been acting right. He used to love the garden, but the last two days... I haven't seen him once in the garden. Things have been very strange recently. The last 48 hours, for example, things have really changed. (laughs) She said this slowly and sadly. Now, just before we go, can you give us a description of Rowan? Questioned Ben. Um, Average height, skinny, pale skin with freckles. Thank you. She led us to the door. So that took us nowhere, said Ben. Yes, it did. Are you blind? The guy that opened the door had olive skin and was tall, I yelled in reply. Stupid cop, the journo's here now. Oh, yeah, said Ben. What is wrong? Why aren't you concentrating? I said frustratedly. Nothing. I'm just tired, he replied. But I knew it was something else. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe this is story. As to why he didn't notice important things. This is me building a story as an 11-year-old. We're at chapter three, by the way. I hope you enjoyed today's uh, reading of chapter two of the book I wrote when I was 11. It's called Bad News.